The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus and his disciples set out for the villages of Caesarea Philippi. Along the way, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that I am? They said in reply, John the Baptist, others, Elijah, still others, one of the prophets. And he asked them, But who do you say that I am? Peter said to him in reply, You are the Christ. Then he warned them not to tell anyone about him. He began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed and rise after three days. He spoke this openly. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. At this he turned around and, looking at his disciples, rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan. You are thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. He summoned the crowd with his disciples and said to them, Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and that of the gospel will save it. The Gospel of the Lord. You know, you have to admire Jesus' courage. Asking people, what do people say about me? You know, 12 people he's asking, what are these people, what are people saying about me? You know, I'm thinking about if I ask somebody that, maybe I might ask my wife and she'd say, you know, I love you, but your hair stands up in the back of your head. Or I might ask my grandchildren, they'd say, well, Grandpa, we love you, but you're old. I don't know what you would do, what your experience would be, but that does take courage. And what's amazing to me is the response that he got. It was all positive. This is John the Baptist. You are Elijah. You're one of the other prophets. Nobody said, you're a madman, or you're a fool, or you're a fraud. But Jesus then asked the difficult question to his disciples. Who do you say that I am? And these disciples have been with Jesus some time, and he, they had witnessed him feed thousands of people from little like, bread and a couple fish. And he had watched them enable the people that were blind to see, and the deaf to hear, and the mute to speak, and rid people of uh, demons and exercise them, and be a great teacher. He had, they had seen all this. So undoubtedly, they had something in their mind about who Jesus really was. And then Peter said, you are the Christ. In Greek, it's from Christos, which means the anointed one. And from Hebrew, it's the Messiah. 
also means the anointed one. Well, Jesus confirms this. So you can imagine the elation of the disciples when they hear that Jesus is going to be the Messiah, the one whose coming is foretold, the one who's going to be a great king like David, who will raise an army and get rid of the oppressors, the Romans, and restore Israel to its former glory. But that elation was short-lived because Jesus said, I will be rejected, I will suffer, I will be put to death, and I will then rise after three days. And Peter has a tough time reconciling this with his understanding of who the earthly Messiah is, so he rebukes Jesus. The question I have for you is, who are you? And we have to ask that question of ourselves. Who am I? And we have to set aside all the facades that we raise. You know, the money we have, the houses, the cars, our job titles, the power we have, all these things. We have to set them aside and dig really deep inside of us and figure out who we are at the core. Well, there's a gentleman named Ken who did that. So Ken was working for a corporation. He was like, he was like an asteroid with a, a long tail. He was, he was really burning up. Well, and, and upper management recognized him. So his boss invited him to the convention. And so he went to the convention. And there it quickly devolved into a party. Lots of drinking. And some of them, they asked him, hey, we got women for you, please take one. They're for us, right? And he refused. Well, the people that were there, his boss especially, indicated their disapproval. And when he showed up for work later, his boss came up to him and said, you know, you didn't act like the rest of us. You don't act like you want to be part of the group, the part of the club. But we're willing to ignore it this time if you make sure it doesn't happen again. And Ken said no. And the boss asked him why. He says, it's because I'm a Christian. Shortly thereafter, Ken was fired. He didn't really fit in their culture anymore. I don't know if he found work or how long it took him to find work, but there's no doubt in my mind that Ken has a lot of integrity. He knows who he is. He's a disciple of Jesus. How about us? Can we truly say that we are disciples deep down? You know, if we are, then Jesus challenges us. If you are a disciple and want to follow me, then deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow me. What does it mean to deny myself? It means that, as the movie Rudy says, the priest is talking to Rudy, and he says, I know two things. One, there is a God, and two, I'm not him. And we need to realize that in our own life. There is a God. Jesus Christ needs to be the center of our lives. We should not be looking at ourselves as the center of our lives. And so pick up our cross and follow Jesus. How do we do that? You know, there's an example of um, a Polish priest named Maximilian Kolbe. He was in Poland and the Nazis came to basically occupied Poland. And they arrested him and put him in a concentration camp. You may recognize the name Auschwitz. A prisoner escaped. So in retribution, the Nazis decided to kill 10 prisoners. 
and they picked 10 to be condemned. One of the men was begging for not be chosen because he was at, had a young family and they wouldn't be able to survive without him. And Father Colby stepped in. He offered himself to take the place of that person. He suffered two weeks in starvation and horrible conditions. He was the last to die. Father Colby offered his life for a stranger. He picked up his cross. How about us? You know, if you're a parent, undoubtedly you sacrifice, you're willing to do whatever it takes for your children. If you're married, you're willing to take, take care of your spouse if you need to. You know, if you donate a kidney to somebody else, you're offering part of yourself to others. Or as we hear in the second reading today from James, faith without works is dead. We need to do what it says in Matthew 25, which is feed the hungry, clothe the naked, care for the sick. All these things are things that we can do to sacrifice, to pick up our cross and follow Jesus. So let us ask ourselves these questions today. Am I a disciple of Jesus? And if so, am I willing to deny myself, pick up my cross, and follow him? Thank you.